Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to uh, This Path Podcast. It has been a very, very long time. And actually, I, I had to look it up before I started uh, recording today. Um, it's been well over a month uh, since I recorded last, December 8th. <clears throat> so it was before Christmas. This was before New Year's. Um, and it's, it's, it's just been a really long time. And I, I deeply apologize for that. I think even in the last episode, I said I was going to get back to at least a, every other week, um, schedule for these, uh, podcasts. And I definitely missed the mark there. Um, so I apologize for that first. I, I did get some listens on the last one. I really appreciate those, the support. Um, and, uh, I'm excited to be back. Um, a lot of things have happened. My God, a lot of things have happened. So, I mean, obviously a lot of the holiday rush and the, you know, we had family here and we, I think we did some kind of hosting or traveling to a family's house, um, every weekend in December. Uh, so it's been very busy. We had people staying here several times, uh, not only for Christmas, but also for new year's. Um, it's, been, it's just been a wild ride. And then, uh, you know, um, just, and, and then obviously things have been happening in the world as well that, that have just, just been, it's been a wild ride already. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, I, I want to get back on schedule. I really do. I think I'm going to upload two episodes tonight. That's my goal. Uh, I actually made a goal with my wife and my family that I would do two episodes because it's not that I have lost complete interest in doing a podcast. In fact, I've been, um, planning podcasts, uh, several, uh, in the background, like obviously just haven't sat down to record. And, um, so I'm going to do that now. I'm going to, I'm going to get two episodes out tonight is my plan. Uh, this will be the first of two. Um, and, uh, this one's a kind of a follow-up of the, of the last episode we talked about last time. Um, the importance of words and how how impactful and 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 heavy and and powerful words can be um and while one quick disclaimer i do not want this podcast to feel too controversial or 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 too um you know political or or anything i don't want it to ever i don't want the pendulum to ever swing too far in one direction however true to the name of the podcast and yes i'm going to deal mostly with mental health um and kind of like self-help type things uh self-care but uh the name of the podcast is this path. And, and, and I promised you guys in my intro episode that this is going to be my flavor on things, my view on things. And I, and I can't ignore certain things that are going on. Um, because I have, I have an opinion on them. Right. Uh, and so we're going to go back, you know, last episode, I talked a little bit about, um, you know, how president Trump was being a uh, former president Trump now, um, was being kind of, uh, fact checked and, uh, maybe, maybe, um, some censorship of his tweets on Twitter. And, and as everybody's aware, I mean, since that episode that I recorded, uh, he was, he was completely taken off of those platforms. He was taken off of pretty much every social media platform that there is, um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Reddit, Twitch, even, so, um, 
really all that stuff has kind of exploded since my last episode when I was talking about how important words are and how impactful they can be to somebody. Um, and we have to be mindful. And, and I specifically want to point out in this episode, so we are going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so it's going to be a little bit politically, if that's a word. But um, we're going to talk about why it's so important for all of the things that happen and kind of in in my terms and in the way that I think uh, from my perspective, it, it, um, I think it makes sense to take them off this platform. So, so let's go back. So words are powerful. I've talked about how uh, when you say things, they have meaning and, and the, the ramifications of what you say may not be evident in the moment. They may be uh, something that has impact for years. I gave a story about how, you know, I, one interaction with a teacher that I had when I was in sixth grade or seventh grade uh, still follows me today. Like I can still remember the conversation. I still remember that feeling that I felt in the moment. Um, and, uh, the problem with what's going on with Trump, um, is that the words are powerful statement is magnified when those words are coming from a powerful person. And regardless of whether or not you, um, you you were a Trump supporter or not. That doesn't really matter. And, and this isn't even like a commentary on uh, political offices and, and, and how much power political offices actually have. You cannot deny that the president of the United States of America, whoever's sitting in that chair, has power and authority across the world. And not even just in the United States, right? Across the world, people are looking to that as a powerful voice. <clears throat> and so when you have a uh, person sitting in that, that role saying things that are hurtful, damaging, uh, and, and most importantly in this case with Trump, misinformation, uh, disinformation, they carry such a heavier impact. So this isn't about, um, first of all, let's talk about it's not, this isn't a Second Amendment thing. Um, this, this isn't a Second Amendment thing. First of all, it's a private platform that people can use. So every social media, and, and if you didn't know this, you should, you should know this because it's a safety thing. <laughs> every social media platform has some sort of terms of service, right? And they vary from, from site to site, but they all have them. And it's just the way that you use that site because it is a private, private, uh, uh, uh forum. So there's, I mean, Twitter has it, Twitch has it. I mean, when I, when I became an affiliate with Twitch, there is a term of ser terms of service that I have to abide by. My YouTube channel, um, has terms of service that I have to abide by. And so it's no different in, in the president's case, the president is using that platform and had to agree to those terms of services. So and, and part of the critique right now is that these terms of service weren't enforced fast enough, but I'm not going to get into that. I don't really care. I'm going to talk about the removal of, of the president from those sites and why I think that was okay and important to do. So first of all, it's not it, it, the, let's go back into the uh, second amendment thing. Um, so he broke terms of service. Several people have in the, in the aftermath, right? And we, we know about several people that have been removed from those platforms as well, in addition to just the president. Um, so it's against terms of service. Uh, and, and so 
the removal makes makes sense in that. I mean, it's logis- logical. So somebody can argue, well, you shouldn't s- silence the voice of the president. Well, yeah, the voice of the president was not silenced, right? The presidents have for for years, and and Biden has already started in in this new presidency. Um, that platform that you see, uh, the press secretary. Um, from from Trump's camp, uh, Trump's administration, that platform is typically used by the president to address the media, and that's how it's always been. Actually, it's it's kind of rare that uh, any of the presidents were that engaged in social media. So it wasn't a silencing of the president. The president still had a platform. It was just one he wasn't choosing to use. And again, I'm not trying to th- um, completely rail the president. Uh, in this topic. Um, but I will, I will take him to task on, on a few things. This president specifically, um, led his followers in a misinformation campaign. Um, and, and it was one that was dangerous and it obviously, uh, culminated in the January 6th Capitol riots. And again, I don't want to get into the semantics. If I had a guest here, we could, we could definitely talk about it. I'm not going to sit here and debate myself, right? Um, whether or not he directly or indirectly, you know, that's not an argument I want to talk about here. But you cannot deny because of his words and the rhetoric and, and the disinformation about the election caused people to believe that something was happening uh, that wasn't, <clears throat> which caused people, again, I'm not going to argue whether or not he directly said go to the Capitol and 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 kill people, right? Because um, you're not going to find the audio tape of Trump, at least currently, <laughs> uh, of Trump saying go ahead and, and and hang Mike Pence, okay? But his followers were led to believe that that's what needed to happen. So just strictly in that basis alone. Twitter and Facebook and, and all of the other social media sites stepping in makes sense. Okay. It had to happen. It was the safest thing to have happen. Um, so then we talk about parlor. So parlor was this, is this, uh, was this right wing? And I don't think it's back up at this point. Was this uh, mostly right wing? Uh, you know, I think that's where the, a lot of, uh, conservatives found a home in the social media sphere. Um, and, and so that got shut down as well. And again, um, we're talking about whether or not it was okay for Amazon and Google and um, Apple to say, we're not going to carry your service anymore. They have the right to do that. Um, again, this isn't a... Um, you know, a social program that somebody's being excluded from when they found things that happened that were against their terms of service. Uh, and in the, um, you know, just in this, in erring in the side of caution, they put a hold on, on being able to download parlor. And w- was parlor dangerous? I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't a member of that, but I can tell you that, um, echo chambers can be bad. Okay. Um, so, Echo chambers in and of themselves are, you know, in theory, not a horrible thing. I mean, they're not, they're not progressive. They're not productive. You know, I, I, it's like me getting my news from MSNBC, right? I am aware that is a fairly liberal take on the news 
and I'm okay with it. But I also understand that it's an echo chamber. They're speaking my language and I'm like, you know, I'm hearing my points of view given back to me. I get it. Okay. And that's what, that's the, that's the risk of an echo chamber, uh, you know, in theory. The problem is though, when the echo chamber becomes, um, uh, unchecked and you have misinformation flowing around in the echo chamber and then you have volatile or violent conversation happening because what happens is you have this group think mentality where people start following each other through mistakes because there's no other argument being made and then it kind of just builds and builds and builds on top of each other it's almost like a one-up thing and so when you have and i'm not saying that all parlor uses i i I believe that i have people in my um my circle that have used parlor or were part of parlor uh again i've never logged into the site myself um but so I'm not saying everybody that used that site were, were doing it in nefarious ways. But what I'm saying is the reason that it was shut down is because you have dangerous rhetoric being piled on top of each other. And then all all it needs is a spark. All it needs is a spark. So that was shut down as well. Words are powerful. And so when you have the most powerful person in the United States and, and arguably the world talking about things that are dangerous or that could elicit danger, somebody has to step in and I'm, I'm always going to land on that side. I'm always going to land on that side. So to me, it wasn't even a political thing. It's not a, it's not a secret to anybody around me that I disagreed heavily with Trump. And I'm, I'm not, this isn't a political thing, by the way, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a conservative, but I also have friends and family that are Trump was a different thing altogether. So it was no secret that I was very against what Trump was doing and, and most of his policies and the way that he just kind of handled himself in office. Um, and you can't take that away from me. I disagreed with it, but that's not even the point here. When you start spreading disinformation, which becomes dangerous in turn, and you are able to get people to, uh, you know, based on your words and your choice of words riled up, it ha- something has to step in. And it was, it was unfortunate that it had to happen, but I also support that it happened. So from there, I would like to talk about something else that's become like a real, um, popular concept. Um, and it's been around for a really long time. Um, but it's become, I mean, it's become very, uh, talked about in the political realm, but I'm even seeing it on Twitter about just about pretty much everything. I mean, um, I, 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 it's going on currently. Like I just read, I read Twitter threads today about this concept and that's, um, cancel culture. We have my, uh, Matt Getz from Florida talking about cancel culture and Jim Jordan. And I mean, it's really the buzzword right now in Congress, which is, which is really unfortunate um, because it's not being used in the right way. Cancel culture has been around for a long time. Um, the concept has, uh, has been. And, and so it's not, it's not new. It's, it's been around. And basically if you're, if you're not aware of what cancel, cancel culture is, it's basically when you openly speak out or boycott something that you you uh, disagree with or you're against for whatever reason. Maybe it's your values. Maybe it's they actually did some actions that um, that are wrong. 
I mean, and when I'm telling you this has been around forever, I mean, I, I grew up in a pastor's home. I've, I've talked about it on my, on, on the podcast before. I mean, Christians have been doing cancel culture for a long time and they don't call it that. And again, I'm not knocking it, but it's been around forever. I mean, I remember growing up and thinking and hearing things like, well, we can't support Disney because of this reason. And we can't support, you know, Lone Star Steakhouse because of this, re- whatever it is, like what you fill in the blank, um, certain bookstores we weren't allowed to go into because of this. I mean, cancel, that was cancel culture. That was boycotting and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to take a stand against this. Right. And in a lot of ways it makes sense. I mean, if you feel like you, one of your heaviest, um, methods and one of the one of the normal citizens in in america the western western world probably um one of their strongest tools against uh entities that they disagree with is their wallet so if you don't actively support the local business that's doing this kind of practice for instance you don't support them you're saying I'm not going to let them continue. I'm, I don't want them to continue doing this practice in my in my community. It's cancel culture. So that's what cancel culture is. And, and Christians have been doing it a long time. And, and so many people have done it a long time. Like you talk about anybody that supports um, Planned Parenthood and you, you're not going to do that, then that's cancel culture. Or And vice versa is true as well. If you see a business that, um, you know, openly supported trump and you said i'm not going to support that business that's cancel culture that's a part of cancel culture it's been around for a long time it's there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it um the problem that we're having right now is that politicians are using that as a way to say oh you guys are just canceling us and in reality that's not what's going on in in, in context i guess it's been about the january 6th insurrection um, and a lot of the, uh, congressmen are saying, you know, it's cancel culture to come out and say, um, you know, you want to impeach Donald Trump again, it's cancel culture. You guys are trying to cancel us, uh, you know, Ted Cruz and, and, um, Todd Holly, you guys are trying to cancel us and, uh, it's not right. And then we're getting kicked off of Twitter. That's cancel culture. That's not cancel culture. That's not, that's not cancel culture guys. That's being held accountable for what you did wrong in the streaming world. We had last year, those of you that listen to, to my podcast that are involved in the gaming industry or, or gaming in general, watch streamers. We had a, a streamer be, being held to task for really inappropriate things that he was doing. Um, at conventions and it was it was cancel culture 100 people stopped supporting him he got kicked off of his his platform he was not allowed to have the platform and access that he had previously but he was being held accountable for inappropriate and 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 assaultive behaviors that's not the same thing as me saying i'm not going to support you know the mom and pop shop down the store that donates money to whatever that I don't agree with. So in the case of the January six things with Ted Cruz and, and Holly and um, God, there's so many, unfortunately, and that's the really sad thing about it. This is not being canceled. This is being held accountable for your behaviors and your actions. The words that are powerful that you used from your platform of power to, to, to put out into the air to share information from your platform 
You use those in negative ways and you should be held accountable for them. That is not just simply cancel culture. You've done something wrong and it has to stop. So there are negative, um, there's negative consequences for, for using your words. There has to be accountability for those things when something has gone wrong. So the negatives of cancel culture, and I'll, I'll add this at the end, it can be used in harmful ways, you know, and this is, I'm going to bring this back around to kind of the whole point, but when you, when I've seen cancel culture go wrong is when people jump on a train, um, of misinformation, somebody, you know, it's usually a tip, typically an individual that people say, well, this person did this, we should not support them. And I've seen this in the streaming industry as well recently where some rumors were started about a a specific uh, influencer and people bailed on that influencer, ditched them, stopped supporting them. And in the end, it all ended up being not true. Um, It took about a day and a half for the truth to come out and it, and, and it came out and people found out that the person that started the rumor was lying the entire time. Um, but it was very harmful for that person's brand. That brand was kind of dragged through the mud. And I believe that that person's recovering now just fine. But again, they had to go through that. So that's the negatives of cancel culture. And here's the point. I want to just make sure I say this and I'm going to wrap this up because, um, this has been a crazy recap because I, I wanted to talk about how powerful words are, but I also need to make this point. People use your brains. Um, one of the most discon- disconcerting, disheartening things that I've seen go on recently is that people are not using their brains. We have gone so far away from being logical creatures and, and, believing whatever is just fed to you, you know, and sometimes by powerful people, you have to think about what you're hearing and, and critically think about it and look it up. If you're taking your sources of information from Facebook or from Twitter, you're wrong. You can't do that. And and I don't mean to be so harsh, but if it if it comes from those avenues, please do me a favor. Everybody, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, it doesn't matter. Please fact check it. If it doesn't sound right, check it. If it sounds too good to be true, check it. If it sounds a little off, please check your sources. Find multiple sources. We have to use our brains. I can't tell you how many times that, you know, something gets said on, on the internet, Facebook, uh, or Twitter. And it, and all it takes is just one simple Google search, type it in. Did this happen? I can't tell you how many times I found out that it actually was a complete fabrication based on another post on Facebook, not from a news source, not from an actual speech, not from a, you know, a televised, you know, live event. It was manipulated and out of context or simply never even happened. So please, people, use your brains. You have to use your brains. That is the one of the biggest 
um, that's why that's part of why we're in this situation right now. You have to start looking into the facts of of what's being said, and it doesn't take very long. It doesn't take very long. If you see something, look it up. Just verify it. Don't spread it. Don't just put it like don't share it. Look it up first. Look it up and find a reputable find multiple sources. Find more if you find if you think that the news me the media lies to you, find AP news or news from another country. I don't know. Find something. Okay. That's it for me uh, for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. This was episode eight um, of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to reach out to me about anything about this episode that you want to talk about more or ask some questions, please uh, feel free to contact me anytime at thispathpodcast at gmail.com. I definitely will get back to you or I will read your uh, questions on the air. The biggest way you guys can support me, though, is sharing this episode or similar episodes uh, of mine. To other people, let other your friends know that it happened. And and if you find anything interesting about this, you know, please spread it, share it, uh, tweet it out. Um, let your family, I don't know, don't let people listen to it at dinner, I guess, but uh, you know, share it with people. That's your biggest support for me right now. Um, is getting the word spread that I that I do this thing. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna jump into the next episode. So be ready for that. Two episodes in one night. Thanks, guys.